Kevin? Hello. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's the So Baseball Podcast. So late. So late. I know, we haven't done anything for months. Yeah, we've been busy. And baseball's been busy. Yeah, baseball's been very busy. Your Um, Yankees doing very nicely. Your Giants doing... Not so good. (laughs) But... But it's okay, you know. It's all it's right. early. We're a third, of- so it's a good time to check in and see yes. how we're doing. Especially check in and see how uh, how really good I picked the teams. I know you did really well, but we're not gonna we're not gonna do any end zone dancing yet because uh, you know it's a little early for that. But you you were surprisingly prescient. The only team I think that currently is. Is the Giants? They I had them flopped with the Dodgers, but everyone else is yeah. in the spot that they were supposed to be in. I know you did really well, and I will, I will give you the pats on the back for how well you just did, and I will also give pats on the back to UCLA Bruins baseball, who just hit a home run in the top of the ninth to take a two-one lead over Florida State, who are the hosts of this regional. No, my bad. Auburn are the host of the regional, but UCLA and Florida state are playing in a elimination game to go to the super regional. Um, and UCLA now will need to get three more outs in the bottom of the ninth to make their way to the next round of college baseball. Wow. So they won the, did they win the pack bell? I mean, a pack 10 or 12, no Stanford won, I think, or maybe Oregon state. Um, UCLA are not the best team in the uh, Pac-12. Okay. All right. Well, Stanford, let's, we'll know. put that stuff aside for now. Those people. Yeah, are... yeah, yeah. Sorry, I completely derailed us, but this happened yeah. live as I was. Uh, that happens as I was, all the time. Yeah. You know. Do you follow college baseball at all? Uh, not really. I have enough troubles. <laughs> I mean, it's on ESPN and and all that, so yeah. I, I it's easy to stream. ESPN for the month of NBA playoffs. But again, we're digressing. So we let's, get, let's get back to where we're supposed to be. Okay. Major League Baseball, uh, June 2022. I was talking about the Beatles, but anyway. Um, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're, we are, um, yes. And, and we, can, we can see these trends that are popping up and there's some interesting things taking place. Um, and uh, and your Yankees is at the forefront of everything. I mean, they are playing. You you almost this last week of baseball for them uh, since Tuesday or whatever. You could not play better baseball. It's true. Yeah. And don't say my Yankees. It's our Yankees. Uh, it's the team that we share in common that we support. Yeah, but so. you share in common with every team. So I'm just <laughs> giving you. you you're know, the. I've narrowed down on my teams. Uh, yeah. I uh, I don't. You're like down to what seven caps? It's it's Yankees like first and foremost, yeah. with Padres being like my childhood team and my my like emotional team. Yeah. And then you know everybody else is pretty much, um, just barely a a tiny like piece of the pie on the percentage chart like, that's um, because you're just one of those people that plays the f game and the f and, game yeah the f game uh-huh. 
fantasy baseball. Oh, fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Which takes all your team allegiance and throws it in the garbage can. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I am rooting for uh, Nelson here. He's got to get a big hit, but that's, he's playing the Padres. But if he gets a grand, I get some extra points. Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Says, something, says yeah. the guy who's never played fantasy baseball. No. Um, I played, I played uh, re, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, recreation baseball you played uh ootp i believe yeah and i but i i've been i've been playing those games since i was a kid like right um, you know and those are those are different those are using actual stats to compete within within right with with no loss of allegiance gotcha um so we won't talk about fantasy baseball no apologies to our fantasy listeners we're not going to talk about fantasy baseball this episode we um we'll save that for when sasha and dave join again yeah uh hopefully this week but um we are going to talk about early season trends uh the goings-on in baseball early leaders um surprising uh teams that are surprisingly bad yep uh and uh sort of from do a quick little whip around of major league baseball and how the season has been going, how it's been unfolding and nowhere better to start than in the Bronx. The Yankees are seemingly doing everything right. They've played through a couple of injuries here and there. Stanton had a short trip to the IL. He's back. They've lost a few pitchers to injury. We know um, Chad green had Tommy John, we know Loizaga is out. Um, somebody else. Oh, Ch- Chapman is out with a Achilles. But the Yankees bullpen depth is just so uh, amazing that uh, they've just pitched right through it, and they're getting the job done even without those guys. So, it, and 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 they got short things to do because the starters are pitching incredibly well this last week. Uh, just unbelievable. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, all cylinders are firing uh, correctly, uh, keeping Aaron Boone out of the mix, which keeps him doing very well. <laughs> if he doesn't have to make any decisions, they're golden. And... He's he, he's doing fine. I mean, yes, I mean, winning covers mistakes for yes. sure. Yeah, but um, he hasn't really made any tremendous mistakes because right. every move he makes, every reliever he brings in. Um, has gets the job done for That's the right. most part. I mean, a couple of guys have gotten lit up, but the fact that you can count those on one hand uh, means like you know something's going right. I mean, Marinaccio got lit up, I think one one game, and everybody was like, "Oh boy!" And they yeah. sent him down to the minors. But I think he'll still make his way back to the majors at some point this season. You know, they're they're, it, thir- they're they're thirty nine and fifteen. Which, as you told me last night, is one of the all-time great starts in the history of baseball. No, it's not. I told you it's not. I sent you the article showing all the great starts and that this one doesn't. No, those were the top 10 all-time great starts. But this one still is up there with the all-time great starts. They're on pace to win 116.9 games. Yeah. So. um, Now, if we recall, our, our, our little lifetime best team in our lifetime was the Mar- the Seattle Mariners games the right. ni- eight I think it was 90, Yankees. 98 Yankees won 114 right those are the so, two high water marks of our lifetime of our, of our more recent time yeah 
I mean, so. we reincarnated, so there's a whole different story there. But um, so Yankees are great, and the Blue Jays all of a sudden last they did week or so. They're, I know they're they're, they're nine they and one in their last ten. They're not going to go away, and the Yankees are going to have to continue to be as hot as they've been in order to keep this up. Um, yeah, I mean, there's no. I don't think keep it at this pace. I mean, there's there's precedent that I think I think things. Aaron Boone will have to make decisions at some point, and um, and they will, you know, they'll kind of cool down. That lays out, and the race will be part of the equation. Um, and and I don't know about the Red Sox and obviously the Orioles, the Orioles. Um, and we'll see. The Yankees are in, the Yankees are in a bit of the magic time right now, which um, maybe all team fan bases have this, but it's just kind of like, you know, they get Josh Donaldson, he rakes. They get Kiner Falefa, he plays great defense and he gets yes. timely hits. They get Jose yeah. Trevino. He's he's amazing. He's like Garrett Cole's favorite catcher. All of a sudden, they get they get Matt Carpenter out of the archive, and he, yeah, all he does is hit home runs. Where did he come they from? Just, well, I don't even know. He was like you working know. out in the backfields, like working on his swing, like in his backyard. And then he's like calls up the Yankees. It's like I'm ready, and they're like, okay, bring it on. Shave the beard, leave the mustache. Come on, the mustache over. from like the 1890s. <laughs> there with the. I'm like, telling oh, you, gonna, this happened in 2019. I'm hitting the ball. You know, it's kind of like, what do you remember the 2019 it? when like the Yankees had that terrible injury bug and like everybody they brought up, yeah. Yeah. Gio Urshela, and you know, it was just like, was amazing. Like, yeah, it was like, that's kind of what's happening now. It's just like, they're just getting the I... best luck with the newcomers and Rizzo's <laughs> back. He's crushing it. Like, everybody's yeah, freaking thriving. I... I don't see them like that team. This team is different. This team is just, it's this, this is pedal to the metal. And they, they, you know, this really reminds me of the 98 Yankees. Um, I mean, they, they've had, they've in this, this, they like had, they flirted with perfect game, no hitters, uh, at least maybe three times even uh, in one week. Um, this team is just, all the players are doing what they're supposed to do. And now me and you had a kind of off, podcast discussion about this yesterday what what is the number one reason mine is that they didn't sign judge that judge is playing and yours is bringing back rizzo bringing back rizzo and i think company i think i think we're kind of like one a and one b you can have a um no but but yours is a not yours is a not doing thing yours is uh, like it's very like um it's it's very hard to pinpoint um, the fact that they didn't extend judge that that is now having a positive impact on not only his season, but the entire Yankee season. Correct. It's, it's very intangible. Um, I, the, the things that I'm pointing to by saying, bringing Rizzo back, you know, as a clubhouse leader and a great lefty bat, great on the field presence, you know, scooping up everything at first base, like that, that seems like a very like uh, tangible thing you're saying not extending judge has motivated judge to not only be better to but to like be loose and play play better and stay healthy i don't know that you can necessarily there's a causation like the it seems like it's uh you're kind of piecing this together 
um, in uh, make believe land. I don't know. Here, if this is... let, let me let me put this into musical terms. Okay, it's kind of like not playing something. It's not brick walling. You have you have moments in music which is missing today. Everyone wants to fill every little second with something. Not doing something can be a positive. But they tried to sign him. He just wouldn't take the offer. They didn't. They didn't. They, but it not signing him turned out to be a good thing. Now, yes, they tried or they would hope to have it at their, at their, at their, but they would they didn't give him what he wanted. They oh. didn't give him what he deserves. I mean, look at how he's well, playing. But the guy's hitting the, a home run every other day. But is he hitting a home run because he's not under contract? He's hitting a home run because he's healthy. Now, uh, uh, is he going to great lengths to stay healthy because he knows it's a contract year? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's possible. Like, yeah, um, he's not throwing his body around in the outfield like in years past. So maybe that fact that he's like actually, you know, being a little more cautious, taking care of himself, taking a rest day here and there, DHing once in a while. Uh, great. So maybe he is taking being um, he's staying on the field because of that. But um, I don't actually think you can say like he's hitting better because he didn't take the deal. How many home runs does he have? 21, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what's the date? Let me check here. June 5th. <laughs> it's amazing. He's playing. He's playing. And he's playing. And I talked to you about this yesterday, too, is that they should give him the C. Give him the C. Give him the captain. They will um, give him the, the C when he signs the extension. No, no, I give it to him now. I give it to him now, and and you know what? You can't pr you can't control the the future. Give it to him. Let this team just go do their business and keep going. And with you that the Rizzo signing huge has bring a, brought a lot of consistency to that position. It's brought it's given them a, a, a back. As we stated, him and Judge are like BFF. Like exactly, they're, they're owning the. They brought DJ yeah. They've got matching. The they've Rangers got matching game. dog doggy shirts. They've they're yeah. going to Rangers games and drinking beer. Like yeah. you know, those there's definitely a good addition to the whole character of the team. You yes. know, yeah. So and that, it keeps like the chuckleheads, like uh, like Donaldson and Garrett Cole, who are like and a little more uh, red assy it kind of keeps them in check because you've got some veteran leadership who's yeah. who's more chill yeah well we'll see but um but great for the yankees they, they they've uh, uh you can't you can't knock them they're they're off and running yeah um, and and the blue jays like i said they've kind of turned on recently they're 10 games over 500 uh, so they're they're going to be in the hunt. The Rays are not going to go away anywhere. They're going to be no. You're absolutely right. They're... And then and then we'll go from there. Now, can we turn to the AL Central? Because sure, somebody said the Twins could win that division. Um, did. Yeah, and I didn't believe it. I know, I know. But you and right. I also said the White Sox were going to have trouble. And the White and Sox you are right about that. Yeah, they're actually in third. They're in third place. Who did you pick? Let me get the let me get the. English I think cards. I picked White Sox. Um... Let's see. Uh, AL Central. You picked the White Sox. Yeah, and they're still not out of it. You know, they've got a lot of talent, um, but they just they just don't play up to their abilities. They're kind of like the American League Padres. They they 
they do all the stuff to put the players on the field and then they're hurt or they, you know, they yeah. just, they fumble games away or, you know, they have all the pieces, but they don't do the most with it. So, but, but our favorite player plays in that division. Bobby Witt Jr. No. <laughs> Naylor. Naylor. Oh, played, Naylor. Played. <laughs> yes. In terms of the finest, one of the finest moments uh, uh, of the season so far was Josh Naylor hitting a grand slam in extra, to send the game to extra innings, then hitting a three-run homer in extra innings, going absolutely batshit crazy. Bo- bonkers. Throwing, <laughs> yelling, screaming, you fed me. Thank you. Give me the smoke. You gave me all the smoke and throwing his helmet around. Thank you, John Boy, for the translation and the lip yeah. reading on that one to give us uh, all the everything that Naylor was ha- saying. Is and the White huge. Sox, I think it was a White Sox fan who recorded it all also on their phone. Uh, yeah. Right there. Yeah. Uh, it just gave it the dynamic that it, it just unbelievable. Oh, it unbelievable. I and mean, guy- I think most people were scared shitless of that whole situation like uh people are like whoa what are we seeing but um you know but according to all of his teammates he's like a wonderful sweet guy and he just like goes off super hard for his team and well he just came off a really nasty injury and had just gotten back with the team yeah and i mean he broke his ankle and i think in right field last year um and he he did a lot of work to get back the guy's the guy is is what baseball needs. They need more people like that. And he also made, made in the bottom of the ninth after hitting the grand slam, made this incredible stretch to yep. catch the ball to to get the third out to, to keep the game alive. To keep the game alive. Yep. Yeah. Runner was at if if his foot came off that base. Yeah. So. J Ram made that amazing play and a yeah. long throw, and Naylor made the stretch and the yeah. scoop to get to get to that third out to send it to extras. Yeah, that was the oh. game. That was his game of his career for sure. All great, all great things. And just to put it in historical purposes, he had an RBI also in the eighth inning. It's like, he's like the only player in the history of baseball, I think to have like eight RBIs or something on. And the only player I think in, in baseball history to have a three run home, two, three run homers or more from the ninth inning on. So yeah, uh, just, I mean, there's been a lot of baseball played. And so, and then just for his whole feelings and emotions, it was just great baseball. We need more of that in the game. So absolutely. Um, I'm all all for that. Um, So yeah, the NL, the NL or the AL central um, still up for grabs. It's anybody's, it's anybody's um, twins are not running away with it. They're only seven games above 500, but they're, they're definitely, um, they're definitely in the, uh, you know, they're, they're doing the, the right things um, and they've got a good team and the White Sox, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a management issue and just performance. Of course. Overall. And I think everyone is playing them really tough within the central. Um, so if Minnesota there... were in the AL East, they would be in fourth place. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. And I think I, this is a telling stat, which I think is, you know, the White Sox are 11 and 13 at home and 13 and 14 on the road. I mean, they're only, they're three games below 500. So a um, lot of, they, they're, they're probably one of the teams with the least, you know, like who had high expectations, who have least performed to those expectations. Um, besides the Reds, which you picked um, in, in the National League. 
I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, we'll I get mean... there. But so that's our AL Central. I think we can move on to the West, right? Um, yeah. Let's move on to the West. Um, this, the leading story is the Angels' ten-game losing streak, oh. which is was about to be snapped uh, against the Phillies, and then the Phillies have come back to tie the game. Uh, it's now six-six in the ninth. So the Angels are staring in the face of an eleven-game losing streak. Let me fire uh, up the iPad. Ah, uh, freaking iPad. Um, so yeah, the Angels are better than this. They don't deserve this. Um, but yeah, they're just going through one of those times right now. So uh, yeah, and, and I, I saw the stat. I don't know what he did today, but I think I think um, uh, what's his name Trout, Trout is zero for twenty two since he was called out as being the worst commissioner in fantasy football. Yeah, obviously that's what's done it. It's gone to his head. This uh, Jock Peterson. Tommy Pham crisis is what has thrown off Trout's game. And uh, he did not get a hit today, although he no. did score a run on a walk. Although he's um, coming up soon. He's. Uh... Yeah. The game is on. Uh, they've, they have scored a run now. Oh, it's, so it's seven that. to six. Yeah. Oh, they seven did, to yeah. six angels. Shohei is batting. Uh, so um, the angels still have a chance to win this. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll report back to you, uh, and let you know what happened, but you'll probably already know by the time this, uh, podcast posts, but we'll but see. But it's fun. It's fun. Oh, it's a great time. And so, but anyway, we, we, I think, um, you know, the angels, uh, were playing really well. There were 10 games above 500 before the 10 game losing streak, which is, right. is, is a punch in the gut. Um, we thought finally this Angels team has got a break, and then you know, they had that weirdness with the stadium thing too. So they what had weirdness a lot of, with the stadium. Oh, oh the, the politics in Anaheim. Yeah, uh, and the, 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 the oh mayor God, of yeah. Anaheim resigning over this sale of the stadium. You think that affects the team on the field? I guess I, I don't, it must. I don't, I don't think it does, but I think it it definitely takes the 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 eyes in the in the you know the management. They're Get a little yep. distracted or something for sure yeah um but but just that you know we thought here because the angels i really feel the angels are cursed there's something about them that right them. i'm hoping it's that rally monkey from 2002 but <laughs> um <laughs> i was my... there with you kevin i was waiting uh, for the giants in that series no doubt uh, yeah um, i was up at i was in italy watching that game at uh, i was at parkside the parkside in oh, the wow. potrero area uh, um Ready to Rough. go absolutely apeshit and celebrate yeah. with Brashear and all the other friends. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we, we cleared that up later. Um, but we solved that problem with three chances. So, yeah, um, uh, Astros but, are like the, the silent killer. They're always yes. going to be doing well. They've only lost 19 games this season, so they have the second best record in the American League. And um, not, not only that, they have an amazing home record, which the Yankees do as well. Yankees are 23-7. and seven. Um, the Astros haven't played a lot of games at home, but they're 14 and six. Uh, yeah. And their road record of 20 and 13 is very impressive. So they got a lot of home games. They're, they're off balance on their, they played uh, 33 road games and only 20 home games. So that's a bit of a, a weird balance, but that pr probably had a lot to do with the start of the season. They probably were supposed to start at home. Yeah. The Astros are just that team that won't go away. Like two years ago, they lose yeah. George Springer. They're still good. Then yeah. they lose uh, Carlos Correa. Uh, I mean, Carlos Correa. Yep. Still good. I mean, it's like they just don't stop being good. 
I'm going to give, and, and I think this year, this year particularly, is that a word? Is, um, uh, I, I'm going to give Dusty Baker a lot of, a lot of good kudos. I think, you know, he, like you said, he's, he's lost Korea and they, you know, they had all these things and other stuff, but he's, he has that team playing very well. I think, I think that's my, that's my, and Verlander, I mean, Verlander had a no hitter going again the other day there in Oakland, I think. I know, uh, um, you know, so he's, he's definitely, I believe, comeback player of the year at this point. Uh, I think, I don't think he had a good year last year. Or was he hurt or whatever, but um, anyway, I, I, the Astros doing very well angels, but now we get to our uh, surprise team, which uh, I thought they were, I think I mentioned when we did our original thing that they were going to be improved. Um, and that's the Rangers. Yeah, uh, the Rangers I mean, are still under five hundred, but yeah, they're under five hundred. But they're playing good ball. They put some good players on that team. Um, they're starting to learn their ballpark. Their ballpark is weird. Um, any ballpark that makes the dimensions of the outfields to fit the numbers of former players is weird. Um, if you know that story or not, check take a look at it. Um, they literally. Do you know that Ross that they made those? the outfield like these weird dimensions mm-hmm. so they could align them with yeah players <laughs> uniform numbers um <laughs> i mean it's a gimmick whatever it, yeah. it doesn't bother me it doesn't please me it's just it is what it is I, i'm gonna tell you just living in san francisco and they get we got that big building tipping over infrastructure gimmicks not a good idea um so anyway that's that's my uh, infrastructure gimmicks yeah it's the giant's the Giants learned uh, the hard way. Who? The Giants. What What gimmick do they have? Calstick Park? That's long gone. No, I'm just saying, like, what the first years of that ballpark, it was, like, impossible to hit a home run just oh. based on the, the dimensions and um, yeah. the, the wind and everything. I mean, they've sort of corrected it now, but. That's the cur- I think that's the curse of Rusty, but that's a different story. That, um, Rusty being that thing that used to come out on the wall. Yeah, it was it leave. Oh, this is a great idea. They were gonna have Rusty, the mechanical baseball player, was gonna come out and slide. I think it lasted a few weeks, and then it never came back out. And then it was yeah. dismantled. Um, I'm gonna go to Red Sox Angels this week if oh. my trial gets postponed. Um, well, Red Sox are gonna be down in Anaheim. Wendy and Wendy and her friend are gonna go with me uh, to see the Angels Red Sox. And I don't know who nice. I'm gonna root for because like. I like the red. I have a lot of Red Sox on my fantasy teams, yeah. um, uh, but I'm, I, you know, <laughs> the F word for you. Yeah. The F All right. Word. Let's do the National right. League because then but I got to go. Yeah. And, and just one last thing. Poor A's. A's have really. Mm, uh, and the Mariners have underachieved. Yeah. Now here, I just got to throw one stat at you for the A's. Seven and 22 at the Ococo Coliseum. You're kidding me. Well, how are they on the road? 13 and 13. They're oh, 500 so they're on the worse road. at home. They're terrible at home. I mean, that's not even. That's bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre because that should be their their home field uh, yeah. advantage. Because who the hell wants to play there? I um, mean, the only other team that's so bad at home is the Washington Nationals, who are nine and eighteen at home. Yeah, I know we haven't done the. We're there national, now. We're in the National League. Yeah. We're there. And with all right, let's go to the NLE. You got us there. That was good. The Mets of the story. The Mets awesome. are the biggest like, story. Like they put all their card. troubles behind them. Um, they've got, cards out here. The, you know, they've spent the money. They brought in the players. The players are playing. They're playing well. Yes. Jeff McNeil is back in a big way. He's heroic. 
Um, Lindor is starting to do Lindor things. Um, Pete is just mashing like crazy. All the other role players are doing their jobs. Nimmo and, and company are, are doing well. So it's like the Mets are putting the pieces together. Um, they figured it out even with, you know, some kind of weird holes in their lineup. Yeah. Um, like, I, th- I think Buck Showalter here deserves a lot of credit for um, sure. I mean, he's, he's got these guys playing at, at a top notch and he, he is proving that he is the smartest manager out there currently and he's up there and doing a lot of like yeah i'll take your analytics but i'm gonna i'm gonna shut something down just like last night uh you know Betts goes up there facing peterson who started the game it was only the fourth inning two outs i think runner on and the first pitch Betts roped it down the left field line just right just foul and buck showalter could not have gone out of that dugout any faster Peterson was all pissed off, threw his glove in the, when he yanked him, threw his glove into the thing, blah, blah, blah. Pitcher comes in, gets out of the inning, Mets win the game. Um, and that could have been a key moment. You know, those Dodgers, man, whew, they can they can pile on when they need to pile on. We'll get there. Um, so, yeah, Mets, love the Mets. I got to see them a couple of times. Yeah, I saw them on the mm. night game uh, here and the day game. Um, and... Uh, I was actually uh, I, planning to see them here at Dodger Stadium, but it just never worked out. Um, yeah, I had plans no. last night, plans today. So, had a Could really. It, I'm going to tell one little side note, and I haven't even told you this story, Ross. So I'm at the game. They're watching in my usual spot behind uh, first base, standing, and um, O'Neill. The it's O'Neill, right? The left fielder for the for the Mets. He made a crazy catch and slammed into a, the left field foul wall which is a weird wall which i never really noticed it's like a little extra wall before the actual stand wall there's like mm. a little corridor down there at the ballpark so he slams into there and and he's like oh he's on the field he's, he looks like he's you know almost knocked out or something mm-hmm. turns out like six or seven rows below where i'm standing are his parents awkward his, par- his parents are there and everyone's like oh and then he finally gets up and he's okay stays in the game but in the meantime i was really impressed by this some sort of Mets uh, liaison, Mets dude with a buzz cut and, and a, a polo shirt with the Mets mm-hmm. logo comes running down to them to communicate with them what is happening to their son on the field. You're talking about Jeff McNeil? Yes, Jeff McNeil. Okay. So pretty amazing. Um, yeah, sorry, not O'Neill. I was with the, 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 the former That's fine. Guy. I think I knew what you meant. Anyway, so he, so I was super impressed by that organization of how this this guy knew that his parents were there, knew to come down and relay the information that he was okay and, and check in with that right. make sure they were okay. Anyway, that was just a side note. Because he talked to the usher on his way up, um, who I'm very friendly with. So I got all the inside scoop. But it was it I, I was really impressed by that because I love those details where people know that kind of stuff and they you know and you feel bad for the parents how many games do they get to see your son play and then he like crashes into a wall right but uh, he's he's apparently fine because he's been playing he made a great catch and then he got in trouble with Buck Showalter last night because he threw his bat down after striking out. yeah and he's not in the lineup today either so. yeah Buck Bucky benched him he said wow. he waved to him come here come here Mm-mm, you're not going back into the game ah. and, Put him in the dugout. Wow. So anyway, that was. But the Mets doing great. Braves, you know, you know the Braves plan. Mm-hmm. Play 500 ball till July, and then trade for a whole new team, and then right. they're, they're 
They've got so they're still on track to do that. Correct. They're, they have the amazing stats. I'm not sure about today's game, but they're 14 and 14 at home, 13 and 13 on the road. Yeah, they're playing 500 ball. Home <laughs> Across the board. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and and their we- run differential is zero. So they've given up the exact amount of oh, runs sh- as they've <laughs> scored. So they're the most even Steven team yeah, you can possibly the think of. And then the Phillies, they got rid of uh, your friend, Joe. Uh, Joe Girardi got fired. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, he's Ross's. Joe. He's Ross's friend because I was at a playoff game, Yankee Stadium, 2017, and Joe had made some mistakes in Cleveland the first two games, and comes out on the field. They announce him, and a rain of booze go down in the field. I turned to my left, I think it was my left, and Ross was booing along with everyone else. Of was, course, he deserved to be booed. He had yeah. totally bungled that game one in Cleveland. You booed him right out of town because he never. I booed him, and he got he got, he got uh, fired after that postseason. That's right. So anyway, and thanks to the Astros cheating, um, and then he, and then the Marlins. You know, they they play they play a tough game, and the Nationals are getting ready to trade more people. You think so? I think so. I think I think they'll trade. They might trade Soto. I wouldn't, but they might. They might trade Josh Bell before they trade. Yeah, they would uh, for sure. Juan Soto. Yeah, I mean Juan Soto is a, a generational player. I wouldn't trade him, but yeah. You know, well, the, rumors are rumors. I think they're going to sign him to a big extension and then sell the team, and That's then the new owners can either trade him from there or keep him around on the big contract. Yeah, he's he's young too. So anyway, they're they're. Um, they're yeah, they're they're cannon fodder for the other teams right now. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, you never know down the stretch. So NL East, and and by the way, two Nostradamus is here. Picked the Mets to win the yeah, NL East, so we're on track. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't too hard to pick. It was not. <laughs> that was an easy one. All right, NL Central. Brewers, baby. Yeah, you picked the cards. I know. You picked the Brewers actually for fourth. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I was worried about the Brewers pitching staying healthy and the Brewers pitching has not stayed healthy. Right. But they're still atop the NL Central. Barely. So. Yeah. The Cardinals are coming on hard. They're, they are, they are, they're flashing their, their Cardinal fire. Um, and you picked the Cardinals to win. That Cardinal first. devil magic is just too much to overcome. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to catch the Brewers. Um, it's, the Brewers it's that, are like too cuddly and and uh, cute to um, to have the you know the the fire to to win a division. This Cardinal, it's the Brewers. I think this Brewers particular team almost kind of like last stand. I mean, that might be too harsh, but they they got to do something this year. This is the year they're supposed to do something. Um, but the Cardinals, you know, they got that book, the Cardinal Way, and and uh, whatever is in that book, it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Pirates, though, Pirates are, are a team that I thought were going to play a lot better this year, and they've proven me correctly. They swept, uh, they swept the Dodgers, and, right? And then, um, you know, they're they're playing good ball. They're the little they're four games below five hundred, but that's okay. They're they're competitive. Cubs are exactly the they're kind of not doing much. Cubs uh Cubs should be doing better than this. They they've got a good team. Yeah, and the red the Reds, oh man, they were so bad. Um, I know. And uh, you know, but that's all right. You picked them second, but we won't remind anyone. <laughs> Ross Ross picked them Look, second. 
I, I never said I was freaking Nostradamus. I'm just, you know, sitting here on a couch saying, I think the Reds are going to do better than people think. I'm not basing that on it. I don't like deep analysis. What? All right. Moving on. Now we're into our home stretch here. And it's- yeah, here we go. The home, the home division, the NL West, uh, yeah. the, the three horse or maybe four horse race or maybe five horse race. Um, the Dodgers sit atop, but they're only a couple games ahead of the Padres as three we Three games, two and a half, three. I don't know. The... I think Padres are about to win. Dodgers yeah. are, could lose today. But as, as we pod, it's a three-game yeah. exactly. lead for the Dodgers. Officially. Um, yeah. And the so Giants the... Are, are on the outskirts of that six games back. Um, and that's uh, kind of been their story. But let's talk about the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers have played extremely well, but they have problems. They have, which is, you yeah. know, it's kind of like they, they've, they've, you know, it's like the guy's got a really good job. He's making a lot of money, but he has some personal problems. And, um, and that's the Dodgers. I mean, their starting pitching has, uh, has some issues. Yeah, and especially looking at, you know, the one guy, Bueller, who was yeah. thought to be kind of a, a sure thing, has been having a couple of rough outings lately. So I think four um, in a row, actually. So I think these last four starts have not been that good. I, I, yeah, and I there is not help coming from the farm system No, um, anytime soon. I mean, Tyler Anderson has been a, yes. a, a huge win for them. The fact that he's been able to sort of get some stuff done. Yeah. Um, because they were looking at pretty much Bueller, Urias, Gonsolin, and then Kershaw. Well, no, he was injured. I uh, know, but he started the season. He was their he was their number one starter when this. No, but I'm started. talking about lately. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, yes, with Kershaw possibly coming back this week, that helps a lot too. Um, yeah. And the Dodgers bullpen is just clearly not as good as in years past, and Correct. it's not just Kenley Jansen being gone. Um, but uh, the other guy's out now too. And now they've got all of a sudden Kimbrell is their closer. Kimbrell's their guy. He's, he's pretty shaky at times. Um, they've lost, um, what's his face. The kind of, uh, neo fascist guy. Um, what's his name uh, again? Trinan. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, the Dodgers bullpen is a weakness as far as, I, I mean, they still have some great arms, but it hasn't yeah, been but- as lights out as they've, Vessi is still good. Uh, Bickford is fine. You know, they've got, they've got people. Who's the other Gratterall? Gratterall gave up a big bomber last night to, to the polar bear. Alfonso. Yeah. Well, that happens. Alfonso or whatever. Yeah. But Uh, let's stop talking about the Dodgers and let's. um, Yeah. Let's go into the Padres. Let's just celebrate where the Padres and Giants are at because they're both over 500. The the Padres are over 600. Yeah. So they're locked in a playoff spot for sure. Yeah, Padres are playing good, really good ball, and they've had some ups and downs. You know, they blow their 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 bullpen has been their kind of their weak point sometimes. Um, it seems like they've got too many starting pitchers, um, and which is not always a bad thing. No, that's a good thing. We talked about that going into the into the season. Actually, that that stacking starting pitching is is, uh, is probably the yeah. key. Especially so you got Darvish, year. Darvish, Musgrove. Blake Musgrove, Snell, um, Clevenger's back. Mackenzie Gore. Gore is pitching so well that you, amazing. You have to leave him in there. So 
they're pretty much looking at a, a six-man rotation now, right? It seems to be. Because we'll, you we'll, have Manaya. So Manaya, yeah. I mean, they've got. Which know. of those guys? Which of those guys do you, you know, skip? I mean, they all six have to pitch, and luckily, the schedules have been so compacted. Yeah. That you can use that six guy and still have everybody pitching on their regular rest. Correct. With double headers from the, you know, because of the start yeah. of the season. Also, there's been a lot of weather stuff around the leagues. Um, so there's, there's been, there's been stuff. And then, but you know, unfortunately, um, pitchers get hurt. I mean, and starting yeah. pitchers are getting I mean, hurt. Clevenger, anything you get out of Clevenger is always just going to be a bonus because that guy yeah. just gets hurt like with a, like a heavy wind. I'm glad they stuck him. He only threw 60 pitches today in three innings. Um, you know, he gave up the leadoff homer, settled down. It's good. Because what I hate, and I, th- I and just to go back to the Dodgers, I think this is where they kind of screwed up is they over, they over, over have really screwed with their starting pitching going back to last year, as we talked about. So that's where the Padres, I think, are in a really good position is they've got the starting pitching lined up. The, the bullpen, even Taylor, mm-hmm. Taylor, or what's the Tyler? Taylor, Taylor Rogers. Say? Taylor, I got Tyler. Um, they, you know, he even had a, a, you know, a meltdown there the other day. So he did. Um, you know, that, that's the thing. And we cannot say enough, enough about the Manny Machado season. I mean, that guy. I know. He's just, carrying them. He's playing a type of ball that is just. He he's 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 a true leader on the team and on mm-hmm. the field. Mm-hmm. He's just leading by example, um, sticking up for his teammates in all facets of the game. And and I and I, you know, I think he's he's super super primed. And then you still have Tatis who could c- come back. I don't know what's the schedule for him. Soon, could right? or will? Oh, I don't know. You tell. He's coming back in late June, early July. We know this. All right. You know, never know. He could go motor motorbiking or something. Um, no, I think he's. I think he's learned his lesson. I hope so, because um, he's too great of a player to not be playing. Um, exactly. And and so yeah, we we got that. Padres, I think, are playing really good ball. They came into into uh, they came here and kicked our butt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and me and you witnessed that Friday night game. It was a great, great baseball. It's a great game to witness. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was even. Even though the Giants lost, it was still a great game. Seeing Ruff, yeah. anytime you see Ruff scoring like on a bang bang play at the plate where he's yeah, rough, and he had two home runs distance. that night. Oh, he had one, I think. Okay, I felt like your two. guy, your guy Machado, I think had four extra base hits or something for the first time in his career. Yeah. Um, so anyway, great, great, uh, great stuff for the Padres. Again, they had a little bit of trouble with the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals yep. on, on fire, so. Um, and then we have our, my giants, my giants have had are they are, they're so streaky. They're streaky with injuries. They're streaky with while playing. They're just, they're just kind of streaky, like win five in a row after losing five in a row. Um, you know, so, uh, they, they haven't found their groove yet, but they're still 500, uh, five games over 500. Um, they just wrapped up a 10-game road trip where they were 5-5, five and five, to prove my point. They would be getting the sixth playoff spot in the National League if Correct. the season ended today. So Correct. It would, be, the, it would be the Giants against the Brewers, Padres against the Cardinals, uh, Dodgers 
Nets would be sitting back watching. The two, yeah, they'd get the buy. Yeah. Um. So. so yeah. So, you know, um, the Giants are definitely in the hunt. Yes. They need some help, probably. Um, they need to stay healthy. They need to get healthy. They need to get belt back, and they need to get you know, kind of. Even rough now is on bereavement as his father passed away unexpectedly, yeah. which is really sad. Um, they, I'm not, I'm not worried. Now they have a really big. Th- so they got a series coming up here at home against the Rockies. They got three games on the town, and that's going to be key because they're still within kind of, you know, uh, depending on what happens today with the with the Mets and the Dodgers, two to one Dodgers right now. Um. You know, the Giants could be potentially, depending on what happens with the Rocky series, um, in a good place to to uh, to play the Dodgers. Dodgers have a weird thing. They gotta fly to Chicago and play the White Sox. Mm-hmm. And then they gotta then they fly back and play the Giants. So Yeah. Um, so they're gonna be a little sleepy when they arrive at Oracle Park. Yeah, but you know the park will be full of Dodger fans. That's the, well, that's just what happens. Yeah, because I five. So anyway, we you know the West, uh, and then you know the Diamondbacks and the Rockies played really well in the first month, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because they weren't playing other teams, right? And and then and now they're kind of like you know tailing off. Like each of them are, over the last ten games are three and seven. So yeah, um, and Melanson keeps blowing saves for. Uh, oh really? Melanson keeps blowing saves. Padres double play to win the game. Good job. Manny starts oh, nice. a double play. Crone does the turn. Hosmer with the catch. The Padres beat the Brewers in 10 innings. Whoa. And the Padres um, put a three spot in the top of the 10th. Yeah. But um, I, I think the Diamondbacks have some really good players. You know, they brought up their yeah. rookie, Alec oh, Thomas, yeah. who's doing well. Um, Josh Rojas is back and he's 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 doing really well um, playing all over the field, mostly third base. But uh you know the Diamondbacks aren't terrible. Yeah. So anyway, they're not. And now, and then one last thing about the Rockies, since the Rockies had that really weird thing last year, that they played really well at home and horrible on the road. They're back at it. They're huh. one. They're one game over five hundred at home. Well, they call it Rocky Road because as soon as they leave Coors, they're uh-huh. all discombobulated, coming down to sea level, and they suck again. Seven and fifteen on the road. And we're hoping but, that, we're hoping that continues at sea level. Uh, the Rockies are home today against the Braves. Let's win this. <laughs> you sound like your you sound like, <laughs> you <sound> like Dave. <laughs> I want the Braves to lose at any opportunity. Uh, not a fan. Not a no, fan. Not no. a fan. Yeah, they're ugh. anyway. I, I really uh, want to get to Coors Field one day. It looks like such a cool ballpark. Can we have this brief moment? One brief moment to touch upon the rule issue that happened last night in the Dodgers Mets game. Um, Yes. Take it away. Cause it didn't make any sense to me to start with. Okay. So the Dodgers are losing by five runs going to the top of the ninth and they decide they're going to bring in a player, not a pitcher to pitch right now. And what's his name? Zach McKinstry. Zach McKinstry. Right. So Zach comes in there, he's on the mound and then the umpires, I don't know. I still don't get the full story. If Buck Showalter said, mm-hmm. hey, you can't use that guy. 
You right. have to be losing by six runs. The differential of the game needs to be six. You can be winning by six also, by the way, and bring it up. So that's the rule that is that supposedly it's just started being enforced. The rule came into play in 2020. In 2020, they don't think used it last year, but they said starting May 1st, this rule is in effect. Yep. Yep. So Dave so, Roberts didn't get the memo, literally. Yeah, um, didn't get goes out there and then he then then the umpires as opposed to just being the forceful individuals that they should be they say well okay let's New York now was New York a, I don't know it took him 11 minutes to come up with oh yeah you know what that's actually the rule uh, you can't do it and Buck Water was standing there going yeah that's the rule so what's the point um, so then wait let me interject yeah. something you said McKistry comes out to pitch. Correct. Well, during the, the bottom half of the previous inning, they showed Zach McKistry out in the Dodger bullpen warming up. Okay? okay. So they were planning with a five-run deficit while they were batting. They were planning on having Zach McKistry coming in and pitching. Yeah. But after this whole kerfuffle and the umpires and – call New York and Buck Showalter says, no, you can't do this. Um, they had their pitcher who ended up coming in was given as much time as he needs to warm up, blah, 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 blah. So the Dodgers, while they were batting in the bottom of half of the previous inning, they had two men on and I believe Bellinger came up. Yeah. Um, what if they had scored and all of a sudden it's a two run game. Yeah, I, they don't I, have anybody. They don't have a real pitcher warmed up. Like, yeah, they the, only it, had McKinstry warming up, so they had no confidence in their own ability to score any runs it, and it, possibly it, require put, bringing in uh, a real pitcher. Correct. That inning, so they it, already were thrown in the towel, thinking like, guys, don't even try and score because like we're, we know we're using Zach in the top of the ninth either way so uh just go ahead and i mean what kind of message does that send to your team we're not even going to try and win five runs down and men on first and second like you know go for try and score two or three runs and make it a ball game keep it close and then have some ninth inning magic for your fans even if you don't win you're giving the fans that moment hey let's see if we can bring the tying run to the plate like it's a fuck you to the fans to to have a position player pitch with only a five run deficit. It made absolutely no sense on any front. And then the fact that compounded is not knowing the rule just is, you know, with a bad strategy and then your bad strategy isn't even legal. I mean, that's, that's the insane part about this whole thing is that uh, there's so many things that were just wrong in all the decision making. And and literally wrong in so many ways. Yeah. Incorrect, illegal and morally wrong. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like 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 not like defeatist, you know, in your leadership. Yeah. And even if he even if they had allowed McKinstry to pitch and he gives up three more runs and that and it's an eight run deficit. That's an F you to your fans. Yes. Because they were like, we can, you know, let's get a big rally and win. If people are still yeah. in that ballpark, um, 
you and I know, okay, save every reliever to try and win the series. Got one more game today, so come on. Yeah. But it's a Saturday night crowd. They're in there with their freaking yeah. Gil Hodges bobblehead. You know, they're wearing their City Connect uniform. It's a big Saturday night crowd. P- play 27 outs, you dipshits. Yeah, I mean, and especially since we know this is the Bunches team. This is the L.A. Bunches. They bunch runs like nobody's business. At the they, least, they should be saying we can bunch runs. Yeah, well, they do. I mean, they scored four runs earlier in the game that come right back, you know, or to, you know, and it, it's it's like, yeah, it, it just didn't make any sense. And then just the kind of like, oh, you know, it's just like, what is wrong with these people? And this is going back years now. I mean, this goes this goes back to World Series. This goes back to all kinds of things. That makes absolutely no sense, and yep. and the way they managed their pitching last year in the playoffs and all that, it just it just I, I just don't get it. And I I was saying last night with on a text with you when you were trying to go to sleep that um, <laughs> they if I was if I was the commissioner of baseball, I would suspend Dave Roberts because if your whole goal is to make this game more interesting and more timely and everything else and this clown affair is going on i'm sorry that's as bad as throwing the ball at someone that is that is just offensive to the game um the mets announcers were on fire though this is embarrassing this is blah 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 meanwhile dodger announcers like well why i don't know why buck shaw walter doesn't want the guy to come in and pitch the player well first of all it's it's against the rules Second of all, he wants them to burn a pitcher from the bullpen, you know, so right. So so he can get at them today and they have one less guy to use or whatever. And exactly. No, and, Buck's obviously studied the rule book. He know even though he hasn't managed in six, seven years, he knows every freaking rule. Yep. He's on top of his shit. Uh Dave Roberts is not Bob on, Bruin, the bench coat man, the the whatever, whatever you want to call him, the the pitching coach also the looks on their faces, Mark Pryor, Mark Pryor, the looks on their faces were like, who? Huh? Huh? I know. And like Justin Turner was out there and yeah. he had been the DH and he was going to come in and play third. Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't, no, you they, can't come in either. Yeah. You put that you, other guy in the game. He's in yeah. the game. <laughs> so, was, I mean, it's, I don't put this on the players. The players were just like, what are we doing? Somebody yeah. said, JT, grab a glove. Okay. Like, yeah. I thought I was DH and coach. All right. Yeah. Fine. Whatever yeah. you need. Not and JT's good. out there laughing. Um, and, you know, fine. Keep it light. It's not It's not the player's fault. McKinstry, you can't blame him. He was willing yeah. to, like, ruin his arm for whatever the team needs. So uh, and, this and, is and, all on the management. Yeah. And also, what, what if, I mean, this was not the situation, but what if the Mets had a pitcher who was a starting pitcher, whoever – who had been going for a while or, you know, you know what I mean? And then they have 11 minute delay because, because one guy doesn't know the rules. And he, and, and like you said, they didn't even have a pitcher ready. I mean, it, right. It, it, I mean, that, even the idiotic Dodgers broadcast was saying like, well, they got McKinstry up, um, probably use him if they don't score any runs, but they're threatening here. Yeah. So they had to have had somebody ready if the game got closer. Yeah, no, they didn't, and it's it just, it's just, um, it's just classic. And how? I mean, it's it in terms of the actual game, it didn't mean anything, but in terms of the overallness of of approach 
and saying it's it's just so obvious that that oh my god they're lucky. If Aaron Boone had done this, oh, Yankees Nation would have been with knives out yes. ready. You to- would be there, boo. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. any fan base yeah. that like kind of uh, like likes to like pay attention and like, like examine, <laughs> examine what the fuck is going on. I mean, the Dodgers have like a chill laid back vibe at the stadium. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know there's fights. <laughs> there's fights. I know there's fights. They like to party. It's a good vibe, good energy. And they're very forgiving. I mean, maybe they brought that with them from Ebbets Field. It's just kind of like our lovable losers, dem bums, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, I... You know, but like they basically just try to spend their way out of these problems and it's worked. So you can't argue with it. Well, I don't think they like Roberts, though. I think there's been a long history. Of... They love Roberts. No, they love really? Roberts. Really? Oh, God. It's a love fest. I mean, ah. that's, how, that's just how that works over there. You know, it's just like Dodger Blue. We've got a great history. We got a ring recently. Um, we love all our, our guys. We got Mookie. We got Freddie. It's like, it's a, it's a day at the beach. Wow. So. Um, well, on that note, uh, let's, hope, <laughs> let's hope the Mets win today. We, yeah, we, my brother's really... at the game. So oh, maybe nice. he'll, oh, good. he'll tell us about it. Bring some good, uh, good vibes. Yeah. All right. So, well, I think all right. Good it. pod. Good pod. Yeah. Um, it's been too long. Let's let's try and do another one before another two months pass. Yeah, we'll we'll do an all star uh, break at the or, there. You go. At the yeah. latest. Okay. I'll be at the futures game. So yeah, look oh, for nice. me there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, talk to you later. All right, okay, bye-bye, bye bye everyone. So baseball. <laughs>